0: Welcome back to. Well, that's interesting. The wow, that's a really tiny snail and that's a really teeny elephant. I'm stoked. Addition. What? <laughs> I, I I didn't expect any
1: of that. <laughs> I, I <sighs> I, I, I don't know. It's a, I don't know how to you're, respond. <laughs> you're speechless? I'm speechless and yeah. so
0: excited. Why are they so small? They're so, so tiny. Oh my God. Today is episode 078. So tiny, so impressive, so elephant. What? Are we going to see a tiny elephant? We are. The is d- it okay? Oh, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> <good damn> it. <laughs> God damn it! It's It was okay. 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 Well, I don't. That wanna, makes I, me feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm Jill Chacha, <laughs> and I am with uh, the perplexed Marissa Riley. That's me, so confused, <laughs> but also so happy to
1: be here. I need to know everything about this elephant and snail i'm not sure yes
0: yes both Both. um if this is your first time listening welcome to the flock welcome uh dr riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time just like you it's true
1: i I don't know if you noticed but i really had no idea what we were going to talk about today and i'm so surprised because usually we talk about parasites Mm -hmm. or like volcanoes or Mm butts or some sort of combination of the three it's happened before (laughs) But today, I just I don't even know what to
0: say. Yeah, today I don't want to give too much away. Okay, okay, I that's want why. Ask. I was very vague in my elephant description on how it's doing and such because we're going to get into it. We, oh. we have a lot to get into actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, my friends, if you had to listen to In Between E zero seventy one which came out at the end of January, then you know about a recent discovery in the Antarctic. Yes. Uh, yeah, the one where a team of explorers dug two holes, each like nearly 700 feet deep in the middle of nowhere, and they found, you guessed it, 77 new species of animals just chilling.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. and these are big assholes,
0: too.
1: <laughs> like the, oh, wow, they were so big. So I, I'm not surprised that...
0: Yeah. found that many yeah uh do you remember what they looked like they were like really itty bitty and tiny they, little yeah, things looked like coral yeah
1: like little curled up mysterious
0: coral yeah bits and bobs now believe it or not today we're gonna see that in betweeny and raise it with two other discoveries about other tiny friends who are breaking records and rewriting how quickly we thought adaptations can occur. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> we're going to see tiny things. So ch- <laughs> <laughs> She's grabbing her face. I'm it's fine. great. I'm pumped. All right. Now, so brace yourselves for some cuteness as oh, well, because, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to talk about the world's tiniest land snail. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And once upon a time, dwarf elephants. Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Dwarf elephants used to roam on what's now the island of Sicily. That's right.
1: tiny Italian (laughs) elephants. That's right. I am going to explode. (laughs) I want one. I know they're probably not around anymore, but I (laughs) want one in the house.
0: Oh my! One now. I know. And the crazy thing is that it could fit. It's an apartment elephant, ah! <laughs> but uh, I don't want to give anything Stop
1: away. I'm it, a teacup <laughs> elephant! I'm going to die. Okay, okay, continue. Okay. Sorry. I smacked you in the arm <laughs> on accident. That's I was, okay. That's how thrilled I am.
0: <laughs> I hope the, uh, the mic picked that up. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess you have a lot of ador- equally adorable questions, but we're going to get into it and answer all of them. So, we should begin. We should. Let's begin. So, to start, let's head on over to Southeast Asia, specifically to the beautiful limestone, limestone caves of northern Vietnam. Oh, my. I know. Now, where in the hell is all of this? Well, for my fellow geographically challenged Americans, don't worry. I got you. Okay. All right. Everyone, please, imagine China. You got it. All right. So big. <laughs> so big. <laughs> to the very south of China is a bit of a round landmass. Yes. Uh, think of it as a clock. And at twelve o'clock we have Laos. Okay. Now point to three o'clock, and voila, we're in Vietnam. That was so cool. The clock thing. The clock thing. Nice.
1: Right. No one under a certain age is gonna know, though. Do people still know how to read
0: clocks? (laughs) I'm kidding. That's another episode. uh, That's another. We'll explain that in another episode. You you got this. (laughs) Google it. Okay. Uh, And we just so happened to be with Barna Paul Gugli. A, hopefully, I said that right. There's a bunch of accents in the name. Close we're, enough. We're gonna call this person Barna. Uh, Barna is a land snail taxonomist. Oh. they exist. Land snail taxomon, taxonomist. Like a taxidermy, but for snails. Not taxidermy. Like they're just really into land snails. They I study see. them. I was so far off. <laughs> um, I was like, like I don't. Even, that would be. I don't. What would
1: you do? Would you? <laughs> How would you reform the goo part?
0: That's a good question. Do you like my scientific term, goo part? (laughs) I'm such a doctor. If you're an actual taxidermist and you've done a snail, hit us up. Please hit us up with pictures. I would be thrilled. Yeah, we want to know. I've seen a taxidermied
1: um, frog before. I know because I have it at a family's house (laughs) and they're (laughs) positioned to look like they're playing pool. Oh, that's right! Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah, but I'm sorry, I just ruined this podcast <laughs> no, with like I did the not. creepiest thing in the world. No. I don't have a picture, or else I would put it on the Instagram. I'll work on getting a picture. We'll, we'll work on that. No one asked for this
0: picture. It doesn't matter. We'll work on that. <laughs>
1: okay, we're, we're, we're gonna get that photo. Amazing. <laughs> we absolutely need to. Anyway, back to <laughs> back, back to Barna.
0: <laughs> Back to Barna, and Barna's with a bunch of other fellow land snail taxonomists, and they're doing what all land snail taxonomists, it's such a hard word to say, taxonomists love to do, uh, scooping up dirt from the floor of a cave and plopping it into a bucket of water. Sounds like a fucking party, man. (laughs) Yes, and after a hard day of scooping and plopping, (laughs) I'm fine. They took their seemingly snail-free dirt samples back to the lab, Where all the film and dirt on top in the bucket was removed and strained through a sieve. Okay, now stick with me here because we're not done. Okay. (laughs) Now, Barna then hopped on a plane back to home base at Iotvos Lorand University in Budapest, Hungary. Nailed it. I did. Finally, it was here that sieved sample could finally be magnified under some kick-ass microscopes. Into it. Yeah. Into it. So. Zoom the fuck in. That's right. Sit the fuck
1: down and zoom the fuck in, you guys. Put it on the Strap the fuck in.
0: <laughs> Get the fuck out. So you're ready for this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you a photo of some of what was found during this exhibition to the Southeast Asia. Um, Now, in this photo, in the upper left-hand corner is the tip of a ballpoint pen. Good to know. Okay. Okay. Uh, And if you could, please tell us what else you see in this photo in proportion to that tiny point. Everyone bust out a ballpoint pen if you have it and take a look at the tip. It's fucking small. Yeah. Uh, And then take a look at this photo. It'll be on our social media stuff. Okay. These are snails, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm
1: ready. I'm ready.
0: (sighs) What? Yeah. No, Uh
1: these are really small. Those are they're so tiny. They're so tiny. I I can actually see the point of the pen, and it's so zoomed in that they even look small zoomed in. (laughs) It looks like each of these are the size of a grain of sand, and they're not—they're not full-blown snails. It's just their shells that I can see at the moment, but they're perfect little teeny tiny. Sort of a cream and or gray colored uh, shells. Yeah, and they're just tiny. Like if it, you could snort them. Yes. Like they're so small, easily. Like if I coughed, they'd all be gone. They like if, if I. If I was anywhere in the room and I just went like, they'd oh. be in my lungs instantly. Yawn. Yeah,
0: yeah. These instantly. are these are snortable snails. Yeah. Absolutely snortable snails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my friends. May I introduce you to the newly discovered and current record holder for world's tiniest land snail? This is Angustopila samion. N- nailed it. Yeah. Can I Woo. try it? Yeah, and go for gu- it. Angustopila p- samion. Yeah. Samian. I'm assuming the P is silent. Yeah, it looks like Pisamian. but um, amazing. Yeah, let's just call them Sammy. I love that. Which is what I've been going with. So much easier. Now, this little cutie is so small, they had to be cleaned, quote, under a microscope with very precise brushes used by nail artists. That actually makes so much sense. But, Said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Said uh, Barna Paul Gurgley to NewScientist.com. Uh, in terms of actual size, the shell of these snails, they're just 0. 0.48 millimeters tall. Jeez. Or a practically non existent two hundredths of an inch. I mean, uh, I mean why? So- <laughs> <laughs> why even exist? Why even
1: exist? <laughs> I know smaller things exist, but just like for a snail. Like,
0: so tiny. It's
1: so tiny. How far do they travel in a lifetime? Like,
0: like the length of a phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, their diameter isn't any larger either. They have a diameter of 0.6 millimeters, still basically two hundredths of an inch. Now, that's just a reflection of how small the shell is. Oh, God,
1: I forgot there's more to it. There's more to it.
0: Yeah, there's got to be an even smaller body fit inside it. Stop it. And it turns out Sammy has just has just a shell volume of only 0.04 cubic millimeters. I Sammy. <laughs> wow. Wee! How? I know. It's kind of hard to visualize. So to put that into perspective, quote, this makes the species so small that you could fit about 5 individuals inside an average grain of sand. So I was even thinking too big. Yeah. Wow. That's so small. That is so small. Yeah. Uh, And that quote was from Chris Sims of NewScientist.com. And that's actually how this little bugger got its name, uh, Samian, According to NationalGeographic.com, Samian derives from the ancient Greek word for a grain of sand. Stop it. That's really cute. It is. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not going to cry. I'm fine. (laughs) She's fine. I'm fine. So I know what you're thinking, how can something that tiny possibly survive on a cave floor? Seems dangerous as fuck. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you're right. In fact, they probably don't live on the cave floor where they were found. That makes me feel better, actually, yeah. Get this, Dr. Marissa, please tell us the Pixar-worthy scene that probably took place right before these snail taxonomists scooped them up. Okay,
1: I'm going to cry. You ready? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nothing sadder than a Pixar movie. Here we go. Okay, from Chris Sims' article uh, titled, The Snails... Oh, no, never mind. Uh, this is the quote. Uh, <laughs> the snails probably didn't live in the caves, though, says Paul Gergely. Uh, we assume that the sediment we collected had fallen through crevices in the rock because it contains bleached, opaque shells of surface-dwelling terrestrial gastropods. The snails, the living snails, presumably live deep in limestone crevices, close close to or on root systems. End quote. So they live in, in rock crevices. Yeah, and then they just fell through. And they <laughs> just fell through because right. they're so small. Right. They're, there's just nothing there to grip. There's nothing to the gripping <laughs> in the crevice. They just, yeah. they just whoops. <laughs> they lost concentration for like one second, yes. and then they're like
0: ah! exactly to
1: their yeah
0: i know so it's okay that's, that's a, it's an adventure hopefully that i mean that's life you know that's, that's, right. that's right you lose concentration for a second and and plummet you plummet to your death, to your death. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so that's right they're so small they probably literally fell through the cracks to the cave floor and oh. they were discovered by accident oops now my friends our snail adventure doesn't end here that's right. Dr. Barna and colleagues swung through northern Laos, which is located at noon on our Southeast Asia clock. Nice. Uh, and they struck snail gold for a second time there. Oh, la, la. I know. Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you a picture of what they found. And honestly, with no context, please tell us what you see because it's a great photo. Um, actually, I'll give you one clue. Okay. Um, they're not as small as our current title holder for World's Smallest Snail. Okay. Uh, but they did come in a close second. Okay. Okay. Tell us what you see in this photo. And please, everyone, like I said before, come on by our social media stuffs and take a look at this photo. Okay. All I'm right. so excited. Okay. <laughs> this is great. <laughs>
1: this is snail gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. This is the best picture I've seen in a long time. Okay. Um. So I don't know what kind, there's a coin here. I don't know, is it like, it looks British. It looks yeah. like a pound or something. Some sort of British coin. Um, so imagine a coin. And next to it is a little pill capsule mm-hmm. that's clear and filled with these little tiny snail uh Shells. That's right. Like a pill. You guys, it's it's a it's they're grain sized <laughs> for pills. So if you've ever seen a pill, you probably have because we're all sick. And <laughs> the little bits and bobs inside the pill that that's what I yeah yeah. This is gold. This is it's, snail gold. It's incredible. This is just regular gold. Yep. This is great.
0: <laughs> it is a pill full of snail shells, and it's so on brand for this podcast. Yes, uh, Jesus, my friends. May I introduce you to our runner-up. The newly discovered Angustopila caprologos. Caprologos. Kap- caprologos. There you go. Nailed it. It's just a smidge larger than the snail we just spoke about, who is a 0. .48 millimeters tall. Mm. This one stands at 0. .51 millimeters tall. Oh, my God. So close. I Jesus know. Christ. <laughs> but don't feel too bad for a caprologos. Uh, it may not have come in first, but its odd shell makes it stand out. Thanks to number two, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh,
1: I I mean, I'm kind of like peeking at the picture. I can yeah. see a little bit. Yeah, I see
0: a photo coming up. Yeah. yeah, I see
1: a photo coming up, and I would love to discuss that in length when the
0: full <laughs> photo is available. Excellent. I have an extreme close-up of Coprologos' shell. Uh, now, combined with my fancy wordplay, please tell us what you see and what you think the shell is adorned with. I, I would love to. I'd love to. Okay, so it looks like a poop emoji. Is
1: that what we're going for? <laughs> it does look like a poop emoji. And um, A more elegant way to describe it is these look kind of like little cinnamon cinnabons and
0: um, yeah. It's got, it's got these ridges. And it's got, and these it's got bumps. some
1: sweet ridges on the inside. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so distracted by the poop emojis. And um, yeah, they've got some sweet ridges on the inside. Yeah. Exactly. And there we go. And you should look at this picture. It is like Perfect cinnamon roll poop.
0: (laughs) That's right. Okay, so let's get official. Dr. Marissa, why don't you tell us what the running theory is for why or what these bumps could be? I would love to talk about it.
1: Is it for exfoliation? Probably not. Okay. (laughs) Um, From Douglas Mayne's National Geographic article, New Snail Species are the world's smallest, tiniest, uh, or are the world's smallest, tinier than grains of sand. Quote, this odd creature's shell is covered with pointy projections which are adorned with a series of mud-like beads. Adrian Jokum, uh, a study co-author, thinks <laughs> these are fecal pellets, hence its name from uh, Greek for quote dung gatherer end quote so <laughs> yep. there's just a lot of poop stuff going on so much poop stuff so much poop stuff yeah w- was i even like onto
0: something when i said the little coils looked yeah. like i mean the, the coils did look like the poop emoji that was the shell and then it was covered in these bumps these ridges these sweet ridges as you put it and it's a uh, poop Amazing! It, it, they're just wearing the poop. It's
1: where they're wearing the poop with pride. I yeah. respect it. It's yeah. gross, but I respect
0: I respect the confidence. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know what else you're thinking. Why in God's name would it want to cover itself in shit? Okay, good it's question. Such, very confident. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, researchers aren't exactly certain, but if we take cues from other larger snails, it could be for camouflage. Oh, okay, but. Due to the snail's location and diet, that poop may be filled with aluminum and calcium, which is great for shell building. Oh. Yeah, and it could be a way to communicate by providing biochemical cues to help attract mates, like, hey, look at me, I'm healthy, let's do it, kind of thing. Got it. Got it. Covered in shit. Covered in shit. (laughs) Look
1: how nice this shit is. I got the good shit. That's right. It's
0: over here. It's it's right on me. you can't miss it. You can't miss it. (laughs) You can't miss it. Uh, Lastly, and this would be pretty ingenious if this is the actual reason, uh, it could be using it as a kind of, like, mud mask to keep moisture in. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I love this. I like this one. Uh, Because the smaller you are, the faster you dehydrate, and that's bad news for a snail.
1: Oh, my God, that's so cute. (laughs) It's giving itself a little mud mask.
0: Oh, still so adorable <laughs> now uh, dehydration that's one con to being small in the animal kingdom but there's a lot of pluses too uh, Dr. Marissa would you like to take turns telling the good people out there why tiny could be a good way to go and also a bad way to go
1: <laughs> nothing would make me happier Jill All
0: right, let's do it. here we go from the researcher
1: study published in the January issue of Zoology quote For snails, the most obvious consideration is that smallness enables snails to enter a previously unoccupied niche, either by being able to forage in narrow spaces and or by utilizing food
0: particles that would otherwise remain unconsumed by larger animals. That's right. Moreover, by being small, a snail may avoid predation, either because it falls below the minimum food item size, uh, of predators or by being able to enter spaces devoid of predators, end quote.
1: I don't want to bring up Marvel, but I will. Um, yeah.
0: It's like, <laughs> it's like Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. He,
1: he, he's small. That's the, that's the end of uh, my thought. That's right. He's he small and into... he can be around in, in places. <laughs> what a hero. What a hero. <laughs> that's <all> right. <laughs> Just like the snail. Just like the snail. They can get into small, they can eat the small foods no one wants. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the small places?
0: Again, hero. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Uh, all right, let's uh, continue. So <laughs> <laughs> One other really interesting con to being this tiny, though, is egg size and batch limitation. Got it. Timothy Pierce, a snail researcher at the Carnegie Museum of Natural History in Pittsburgh, brought up this good point. These eggs, which include the shell and all the organs have to be small enough to fit through the snail as they're laid, oh. and we're talking about an opening that's like 200, micron, 200 microns, which is roughly the width of a couple of human hairs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. So, clearly that's something that's very small and very fragile. So, like with all things, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> facts of
1: life i love it can yeah. we just awkwardly quote songs more often <laughs> specifically <laughs> themes
0: <laughs> think of songs from the 80s yes please
1: <laughs> i can't think of a single one right now i will think of it as soon as we're done recording
0: think of it during the break okay okay after the break dr marissa get ready we're going to talk about the tiniest goddamn elephants that once roamed our planet yes <laughs> stay tuned please do and we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And Dr. Marissa, how do you feel when you see a baby African elephant?
1: Oh my <laughs> God. Ah, I feel so happy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've it.
1: Just, it's great. It's yeah. the best thing. It's pretty much the only reason I'm still on like social media is so I can yes. find videos of baby animals, yep. specifically elephants. Exactly. They're so great. They're so cute. The little trunks that they don't know how to use? Jesus
0: Christ! That's, <laughs> that's so right. cute! This is painful. Yeah. It hurts the chest. Yeah. yeah. Now, what if I told you that was the size of some grown elephants just a few hundred thousand to tens of thousands of years ago?
1: I mean, I would die. I, I would die. I would just. <laughs> I would need one. Yes. I would just. <laughs> <sighs> I, I would. I, that's so not right, but like I, I would mm. think really hard yes. about how to get my hands on one. Yes. And I would love it, mm-hmm. and we'd be best friends
0: forever. Forever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Think about what you'd call it. Give it a name.
1: Think about it. think about it. In the, in the meantime,
0: let's just Thomas. do it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'll think of a better name.
0: <laughs> uh, let's just dive right in head first, like a baby elephant. My friends, once upon a time, about 400,000 years ago, A population of paleoloxodons swam from what we now call the boot of Italy to the island we now call Sicily. and And something absolutely magical and adorable happened. For you see, paleoloxodon, a now-extinct, straight-tusked elephant, once towered 12 feet high and weighed in at around 10 tons as an adult. Yay! Fucking huge. But thanks to a recent discovery... Exhumed from the Puntali Cave located in Sicily, we now know a new species had broken off and evolved into three to six foot tall, 400 pound to one ton, itty bitty dwarf elephants. Oh my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. She's just head in hands. She's just, you exploded. I,
1: yeah, you broke me. I, (laughs) you've only broken me like three times on this show. (laughs) Just three. In almost two yeah, I mean I'm a pretty tough girl. Oh, not yeah. to brag. Um but yeah, this is this is breaking me. This, <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna end me. Please tell me more. <laughs> okay. I am just gonna sob over okay. here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's do it. So I know what you may be asking. How quickly did they shrink? And, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> how did they discover this anyway? And and do you have a photo of a constructed skeleton showing just how tiny and cute they were? Yeah. Yes, we do. We have- <laughs> Of, we have all of your answers and photos. So, Thank God. <laughs> let's begin by heading over to said Puntali Cave. And to do so, everyone, imagine Sicily. Easy. You got yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> Point to the middle of the northern coast. Okay. Now move your finger about an inch to the left and there is Palermo. Oh, sounds amazing. <laughs> now just a stone's throw away is Puntali. Okay. And it was here in the 1800s, a variety of elephant skulls and bones were discovered and then filed away, practically forgotten about, until Sina Belka, a paleogeneticist at McMaster University in Canada. And a hero. Total hero. And a team of researchers from the UK, Germany, Iceland, and of course, Italy. They were like, what the fuck? We need to see if we could extract any DNA from these specimens. Hello. Yes. There's just so many questions to answer. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what did the team do to get down to business and what did it what did they first discover? I would love to talk about this. My heart is beating so fast.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Okay, from the New York Times article, shrinking elephants once called Sicily Home. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, uh, Dr. Bellica and her colleagues used a variety of techniques to study the rate at which the species' ancestors became dwarfs, including paleogenics, paleontology, geochronology, and different dating methods. Uh, ancient mitochondrial DNA from the Puntali elephant's fossilized Petreous bone. I nailed all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Indicated it descended from a mainland counterpart, Paleoloxodon Anticus, around 400,000 years ago. The fossils excavated in the late 19th century from the Puntali Cave, uh, not far from the city of Palermo, are believed to be 50,000 to 175,000 years old. End quote. So if I had just been alive, like, I know. 50,000 years ago yeah. to 175,000 years ago in Sicily, I could have been close to
0: one of these tiny elephants. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. And 50,000 years ago, we. Uh, well, actually, no. I don't want to fuck that out. But yeah, that's pretty close to human beings flopping around. How small do you think the babies were? <gasps> <laughs>
1: Oh, you went they there. Were, they were like, they were for like dog size. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh no. Oh, okay. Uh. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. It's
0: okay. I'm, I'm patting her leg. It's going to be all right. Okay. It's going to be okay. Tell me more. So, thank you, Dr. Marissa, for that. So, my friends, that means about 200,000 years or so ago, these elephants became a whole new species. Amazing. Now, for a human, that time frame is still hard to wrap your head around. So, to put this actually very small amount of time into a better perspective, the researchers estimate that it only took 40 generations to shrink down and adapt to their new island home. That feels like nothing. Yeah, that's it, 40, that's it. Nothing. Yeah, and we're talking about a complete transformation. As reported from Ed Cara over at gizmodo.com, quote, They dropped 440 pounds and about 4 centimeters per generation. Wow. To the point of becoming nearly one-tenth their ancestors' size. Oh, my God. To put it into more familiar terms, the authors say that would be like modern-day humans becoming the size of rhesus monkeys, which are 25 inches tall and just 26 pounds.
1: I was just thinking that in terms of humans. I was like, what would that look like? And it would look like a rhesus monkey. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm, my, my mind is blown. My yeah. mind is blown.
0: Continuing the quote, uh, the magnitude of dwarfing resulting from this rapid evolutionary process is truly striking, resulting in a loss of body mass of almost 85% in one of the largest ever terrestrial mammals. Oh, my God. Said study author Axel Barlow, an expert in paleo-gen- paleogenomics? Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, yes, and molecular bioscience because he had to throw that into at Nottingham Trent University in the UK. Good for him. That's right. <laughs> as the descendants of as the descendants of giants, the extent the extinct dwarf elephants are among the most intriguing examples of evolution on islands. End quote. Phew. I've never heard of anything. I mean, that's not true.
1: Whales, all kinds. Of, just, Birds from dinosaurs or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, what a big yes change! Yeah, in in not that much time, not at all. That's wild. Yeah,
0: why aren't they still here? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the bad news. The theory is humans eventually got to Sicily and oh, oh we ruined everything. Everything, everything is our fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah so not only is this discovery impressive but the fact that dr belka i say belka but you say bellica Bal- Balica, balica i'm i who knows that one and her team were able to <laughs> the fact that they were able to extract any dna at all is incredible because remember this sample was exposed to the heat of the mediterranean for thousands of years so finding it and being able to sequence it was a fucking milestone in itself. So congrats to the team there. Thank God. Yeah. Yes.
1: Congrats to them <laughs> for, for giving me this information. That's right. I
0: am so much happier. I'm a, <laughs> much a happier person now that I know about these. So much happier. So I think it's time. Dr. Marissa, would you like to see one dwarf elephant? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and now this one is on the tinier end of the scale. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we, here we go. Oh, my God gonna die oh it's so small oh it's so small
1: oh it's so small um it's, i'm fine yeah uh, it's it's pretty painful I'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie even just bones i'm like <laughs> just tickled um yeah so what i'm looking at is this it's literally the skeleton of one of these guys and you know i don't know exactly how tall it is the only reference i have is like a christmas tree and <laughs> this really big uh tortoise in the back yeah um uh, but it looks like the height of maybe like a bear or yeah i would
0: say a small horse not even a horse yeah. much smaller it might come up to your waist
1: I'm Yeah, thinking.
0: and it's totally an adult too because it has tusks it so has really big tusks yeah. like it looks like
1: if if like it was a fully formed animal like those tusks would like it would just fall over yeah they look like the, the tusks the. look like almost the size of the animal it's, it's pretty cute wild
0: good it's for them pretty cute amazing so, uh and let me show you another photo this is uh, <laughs> <What a> treat. <laughs> this is a nearly complete skeleton of the dwarf elephant found in puntali okay. um this elephant was a little taller standing at six feet tall uh, just a reminder, the average African elephant stands at about ten feet tall. Oh my god. So this one is six fully grown. Oh my god. And here it is. Oh she's cute
1: too. Yeah. She's cute too. <laughs> I, I mean it's a little elephant. I, I don't know what to say. It's about um uh, I'm I'm five eight, so it's just a a hair taller than me. I, I realize not everyone is five eight. Um uh, <laughs> but yeah, she she's I, I don't know what else to, to compare her with, but
0: She's cute. She's so cute. Just she's, cute. She's perfect. I love her. Just cute. I, I want one. Yeah, Cute.com. In the house, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of episode 078. Thank oh you God. so much for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about dwarf elephants on Sicily. My God. My God. Y'all are Show amazing. Tell the world. Show about them these. how small it is. Oh. Show them how small those goddamn snails are. God, they're so small. (laughs) Snortable. Snortable snails. And please, stay interesting. Please do.